Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Took the life of another man. Now is my soul to be condemned. I have trouble sleeping at night. Hard to sleep when you're under the light. Eight o'clock in the whole damn room. County jail in the middle of June. Welcome to another episode of Take This Cup. We're just a trio of bad Catholics with good intentions. We're borderline heretic, unapologetically different, but we've been best friends since childhood. So join us every once in a while for some faithful conversation, maybe a drink recommendation, but overall just a good time and a good conversation. We have Matt and Joe in the building. We'll talk a little bit about their lives as Catholics. Happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter. We can finally get some drinks in. Oh, yeah. Finally, we got the drink recommendations in. Anyone want to, anyone like what they're drinking? All right. I'm going to start off because mine's getting warm. So I got a um, Victory Storm King Imperial Stout. It is from a brewery about an hour and a half outside of Philadelphia. So pretty good Imperial Stout that you can readily get at a normal craft beer place. And it's a 9.1%. So it's like two beers in one. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Cheers. Cheers to that. You can go ahead, Joe. What are you drinking today? I'm going the non-alcoholic route just to uh, wake me up instead of make me drowsy. The ever-commercial Starbucks coffee, cold brew, <laughs> vanilla sweet cream. I will say, I like to go to like local coffee shops and stuff. But for some reason, man, nobody gets the cold brew right except for Starbucks for me. Wow, that is insulting. Yeah. I feel like I've made you a bunch of coffees, so I feel pretty insulted. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Blind Tiger or whatever. reverse shout out. I, I've out. had like the cold brew black from you, but I don't um, think you've ever made me like a sweet cream one. Oh, I've put my sweet cream in some of your drinks. Don't worry. That's it. <laughs> well, with you being the coffee connoisseur then, like what do you think the ingredients are of making sweet cream? The <laughs> ideal vanilla sweet, vanilla cream? sweet cream. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, literally vanilla sweet cream is vanilla, Ooh, got him. sugar, Ooh, got him. water, Ooh, got and him. cream. Got him. <laughs> Everybody else does the portions wrong. Yeah, man, I'm apparently. sure it's a ratio thing. It's probably more sugar. Hey, man, yeah. I'm not against it. I like Starbucks too, you know. They they can you do it perfectly. That's why they're yeah, all over they, the world. Starbucks, man. They know what they're doing. Yeah, and also like Starbucks is around the corner and you know, you can get it, right? Like it's not this stressful like, oh, I've never been to these three coffee shops before. Which one is going to make the best one? Right? <laughs> yeah. I guess it's almost like the Catholic faith in a sense, right? Because you know that wherever yeah. you go, you can go to the church. Starbucks is always going to taste the same. Exactly. Uh, yeah, the barista can you do it You might have some weird know, but... masses, but it's still the same host. True. Still the same sweet cream. <laughs> um, I just like saying sweet cream. Anyway, I'm going to uh, intro. <laughs> Let's not go there. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm drinking. Uh, Jesus, give me a sweet cream. <laughs> favorite style of beers right now. It's called, it's a Hefeweizen. Um, <laughs> Take this sweet cream. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, Lord, forgive me. You're, he was a man. Man without sin, but still a man. Um, all right, all right. <laughs> um, I'm drinking a beer from from Union Craft Brewery right here in Baltimore, Maryland. It's out actually like two miles from where I live. And since it's a Hef, 
Got a little wheat flavor. It's low alcohol content, but kind of sweet. It's got good graphics on it. So that's why I bought it and it's from here. And I like hefts. I like heifers, you know. But I'm going to try to do one of those ASMR things or whatever. What's the initials? ASMR. I'm going to see if I can pop it open here and see if y'all can hear it. Because this is like one of my first beers since Lent ended. So I'm excited. But uh, let's see here if you can get a whiff of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It sounded good. It totally blew out my mic. My ears. Nice. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers, guys. All right, man. Cheers. So, we're we're in the thick of Easter season. Everyone's feeling a little more spiritual, a little more holy, definitely, I think, from our productive lens. And so, I think it's… brought us to like better prayer, right? Some some of us are doing the examen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of us are more engaged in more ways. I found myself a little more prayer. My mom gave me a calendar with a bunch of like prayers every day. So I've been doing that. It's kind of weird, but it's cool. But <laughs> this topic of prayer just seems to be pretty prevalent because the season of Easter and Lent kind of just helps you pray better. But I've been having some questions about prayer just because of like how kind of boring prayer is sometimes and how like oh, you should do this prayer and you should do this prayer. And I'm kind of not into that because I'm not, I just like to like talk to my God, but it seems like there's supposed to be a way to pray. Usually I go to confession and my dude, my priest's name is uh, actually, his name is William Graham, like the mega pastor, Billy Graham, who's dead, rest in peace. He usually, he's a Franciscan and he just says like, bro, for your penance, just sit and talk to the Lord for five minutes. And I'm like, hell yeah, I can do that. And so I do that. But this time I went to another priest. His name is James Bork. Shout out. He's the rector of the Basilica here in Baltimore. I'm pretty sure Bork's an element though, right? Bork acid. Anyway, he told me to do the divine mercy one time. And I've done the divine mercy a million times, but for whatever reason, maybe it's my pride or the devil speaking in me, the demon, not the devil. Oh my God. Um, but like, I, I was like, man, that's you. That's, I don't feel like doing that penance. You know, I, I said I was going to do it, but I hadn't, <laughs> I just hadn't, I haven't done it yet. It's been on my mind, but like. Is there a timeline for when you have to do your penance? I don't know. But my question really is, what is your thoughts on like structured prayer like that? Because I feel like I'm more active and more involved when I'm just talking to God rather than just repeating. What does divine mercy say? It's like, Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. And then it gets kind of repetitive and you're almost like mumbling the whole thing. So I like, I just don't feel very involved. And that's like a very Catholic thing. So I was wondering like, what's your call on, if you had to pick between this divine mercy chaplet and five intense minutes with your God, like what direction do you go? I think routine like prayers like that, like the divine mercy or even the rosary or just like the regular traditional prayers. If anything, it helps you kind of get in the mood. But I know what you're talking about where it kind of almost sounds too routine sometimes where you kind of just like start feeling disinterested. Personally, I find uses for them. Like actually, whenever I fly in an airplane, like I always make it a point to pray the divine mercy before liftoff. Wow. That's kind of just one thing for me that helps ease my mind. Is that something you wow. did with your parents? Or is that something you were just like, you know, I'm going to start doing <laughs> No, this. I mean, that's just something that I kind of developed. Okay. One time, Joe, I was praying the rosary with your parents and your dad fell asleep. <laughs> Dude, not one time. Every time I've slept over. <laughs> he tends to do that. <laughs> Dude, every time. Guaranteed, man. People get sleepy, man. I think that's part of 
like the routineness of things when you start to feel bored, like people tend to fall asleep. <laughs> so I went to this mass one time at St. Paul's Catholic Church. Shout out, Tampa Bay. And it, I think it was when Father Lynn, shout out, was um, <laughs> the, the pastor there. And he had said one time that when when you end up falling asleep and like you're in the midst of the prayer, it's like you're falling asleep in God's arms. It, it kind of eases my mind or like makes me feel better or whatever. I feel so, like falling asleep uh, during I'm prayer. A, I'm going to let you talk, Matt, in a second. But I'm going to follow up on you, Joe, on that whole sleeping thing. Like I agree with that. I've heard that as well. But it almost sounds like an excuse to fall asleep. That's to each their own. I mean... I think if you're really trying to pursue like your faith and trying to be more spiritually aware, you don't want to look for excuses, but it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I fell asleep, but I'll try harder next time, you know? True. Like an A for effort kind of thing? Because I I think a lot of it too is peace of mind too. So it's like if you woke up and you didn't feel satisfied with yourself praying and you're too hard on yourself, like the whole Catholic guilt thing, like... That's a good point. Like I, I think that was just... More of Father Lane's way of reassuring like, okay, you don't have to be so hard on yourself because, I mean, you're falling asleep in God's arms, so that's okay. That's a good point because there is like a value of peace of mind. Like even in lackluster prayer, you can have peace of mind in your prayer. Like, you know, even though this is, you know, kind of boring and I'm not really putting my heart into it, I, I'm at peace. And I think that's that maybe that might be one of the main goals of prayer is to like be in line with the words of God. So that makes sense. Right. And I think it's also like, they're just both supplemental to each other. Because I find myself, even in mass sometimes, like you go to mass every Sunday. And I mean, that also is bound to be just repetitive, right. even just doing it once a week. Yeah. I think you you asked me this one time, like way before, Rob, but like you're asking like sometimes like, why do I end up like staying longer after the mass or like just staying in prayer, like just kind of yeah. kneeling down? Well, for me, I think that's more of like a peace of mind thing too is because like I feel like sometimes during mass, I don't put my whole mind into it or like I get end up getting distracted or sometimes like disinterested, not wow. in like the whole faith or anything, but just sometimes your mind wanders off to doing something else. So because of the whole routineness of it, I feel like sometimes it's it's better for me to just spend extra time after mass to kind of wow. just be more like in a personal like state of mind with God. Is that kind of like how when Kobe loses a game, he takes like a hundred shots? That's a good, that's exactly it. That's probably what it is. Wow. Okay. That's, that's like, that's how the people, that's how people get better. And that's like how yeah. the, like, that's like Mamba mentality, basically. Dang, I don't right. have that. When I have yeah. a bad mass, I'm like, I'm like, Audi, I'm like, peace, I'm out. <laughs> but that's a good point. Like, dude, that means like, I want to, like, you have the mentality of like, oh, I had a bad mass. Like, let, let me work on it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's inspiring. My next question was, I have this app called, uh, y'all got to help me. How do you pronounce it? Laudate? Yeah. Oh, I love that app. That's what I use for the Divine Mercy. Because sometimes... Oh, yeah, it's got that little thing you can follow and click, right? Yeah, but yeah. they have it in like, as like an audiobook kind of form. Oh, dang. So you just listen to it? Yeah, yeah. I use that app for confession. And it asks like, did you do this sin? Did you do this sin? Blah, blah, blah. One of the questions is, did you actively participate in the mass? And like, I was like, dang, 
I didn't know it was a sin to like not actively participate in the mass. I tend to check that one and say no, because I, I find myself pretty much just going through the motion. Like I enjoy the prayer parts and the singing parts of mass because I feel like, you know, it's still very much an offering to God. But yeah, I don't think I actively like indulge myself in the mass like I should in prayer. But basically the app thinks I'm sinning. <laughs> Wait, does it actually like grade you at the end or is it just all like rhetorical? Yeah, so, you? yeah you, you, so you can go through the app and just click the questions, right? So it says like, did you actively participate in mass? And if you hit, if you click it, it says yes. Yes, I did actively participate. Um, and then at the very end, you hit done. And then it says all the ones that you didn't do. So it's like, I don't know, you viewed pornography, you had sex or you indulged in beer or whatever. You can like kind of just hand the list to the priest. Does it do like recommended penances? Like you are semi-good and then they'll give you like <laughs> decade. No, actually, that might be a good update. Um, I think that's yeah, a little that, judgy. But, they need um, to perfect that. <laughs> they need to perfect that algorithm. Get that self-confession going but on. In a way, that could yeah. just be like a shortcut confession and that, I think that'll hurt. Yeah. Like people going to confession. Yeah, get that smart priest out there. <laughs> that algorithm confession. That'd be that'd be cool. Then seventy five percent. Pray three Hail Marys. How do you think priests um like decide on penance? Because I've gotten like w- very different ones for like different sins and things like that or whatever. But yeah, I think that's for how sure. It is, yeah. And I, I know that like some of them are routine too. Like they'll give you like oh pray three Hail Marys and like do an act of contrition on your own. Sometimes. I don't, I don't want to like say that they sound lazy, but like sometimes <laughs> like they don't want to hear my act of contrition. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like, just pray your act of contrition on your own. Oh, time, I've gotten right? that one too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, here's yeah. the better question. Do you want like the flowery, like think about blah, blah, blah next time and like just be more prayerful? Or do you prefer the like 10 Hail Marys for the next 10 days? Like, Okay, what which, about you? Which penance do you prefer? Matt, I know you're like a pretty structured person, so I feel like you would appreciate the 10, 20 Hail Marys. Yeah, yeah. I'll do the reps for Jesus for sure. I'll I just, do the reps. I don't know. I just <laughs> it's don't, like taking a lap. I just don't feel like… Like the flowery stuff, it's hard to make it actionable for me. It's like, for example, okay, you confess to like masturbation or whatever. And then it's like, please think about the everyday moments when you and your peers objectify women, right? Like, I get it, but it's just, there's no feedback. Sure, I'll do it the next five days, but like, where's the debrief? You know, like, is that because I'm supposed to go to confession every like week? And then I'll be like, yo, priesty, I did it. And then like, it's like an ongoing thing. So like, maybe that's for recurring priests. And then like, the ones that yeah. do the structured ones or… It's weird too because you know how like sometimes you can have confession as like more of like a one-on-one situation where it's like you kind of just actually talking to the priest and not… I don't know. I tried it one time and thinking I could have like a, a real conversation as my confession. <laughs> it kind of hurried me up. <laughs> like, that is weird though, right? I've I've gotten that too. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it'll feel like Confession needs to be like fast paced or like maybe he just knows that there's a lot of people in line or whatever. But it kind of sucks because like I'm trying to like debrief. That's like more moving in the direction of spiritual direction. Like you're you're not asking for forgiveness. You're asking for like insight, which I think is a little different in confession. Like I think that's like an inner stirring 
or like a desire to like be guided versus being forgiven. Confession is not the place for that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely go with the reps for Jesus route. It's more structured and that's the penance that I respond to as far as acknowledging that it's a sin as opposed to like this moral realization, right? That it's like, oh yeah, like there are starving people in the world and I need to share. Things like that, right? That's my relationship with sin, I think. So like every time you drop a Hail Mary, you like you feel like your sin's being lifted? No, it's more like I did something bad. I have to do my time. Oh, okay. As opposed to rehabilitation or something. Ah, restorative justice. Yeah. Versus time in jail. Mm -hmm. Like punitive, right? Gotcha. Uh Uh-huh. And then on the other side, I think maybe why I don't have such a strong relationship with the restorative justice side is that I don't know if that there's a good feedback mechanism for it. Maybe if you go to the same priest, Uh right? Maybe if you go to the same priest once a month, then it makes sense, right? But if if I do something like that, you know, like let's say the penance is think about every time that you see a woman being objectified, then I get it and I'm going to do it for the next five days, two weeks, right? But after a while, there's no feedback and it just kind of dies out as far as lessons go. Well, what's your feedback loop for the structured prayer? Like, okay, you complete the 20 Hail Marys. How do you know? 10 Hail Marys at the 10th Hail Mary. I'm super. No, it's like, oh man, if I commit the sin, I got to do 20 next time, probably. Hmm. That's interesting. That's just how I see it, I guess. So this is a little off tangent, but like if you related it to like committing a crime Mm -hmm. and you said you can do either 60 days of community service or you can write a letter of apology to the woman you objectified or to the car you hit, you would rather do the community service, do you think? Um, I think the better way of looking at it is that the reason why I'm not hitting cars is because I don't want to do the time. Uh, Not because I don't want to hit the person's car. Gotcha. Mm. So it's like almost like fear of hell. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or fear of doing the routine. Yeah, I I mean, it sounds bad, right? But it's like heaven sounds cool. But hell just sounds terrible, right? (laughs) I mean, but that's also like in the act of contrition, some of them, right? Like for the fear of hell or whatever, fear of burning eternity or whatever. Which, I mean, and if it works, it works, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's just different for every person. Like you just respond differently. And is that, that's okay? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. As long as you're still taking in the sacrament, right? Which can be the lackluster routine, but the response, I guess, is what makes it active or what makes it worth it. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So kind of bringing it back to the whole like structured prayer thing, like is that what you prefer? It's like spirituality is like spiritual fitness almost. We each have the workout that fits our lifestyle and we actually enjoy. I like being active, but if you told me to run a 5K every morning, I'm going to hate that. I can go to the gym every day and maybe I'm not working out 110% every single day, but I like it. Uh, and and there are certain exercises that you have to do in order to exercise, mm-hmm. like going right. to mass. Yeah, like going to okay, mass, gotcha. saying the rosary. And, you know, some people, their active lifestyle is them strictly only playing sports, right? No drills, no exercises, just strictly like flag football, kickball, and things like that. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But as long as we're all growing fitness and spiritual. So what's like the Christian or Catholic equivalent of like just flag football versus like the disciplined Probably going to the mass or going to the service because like everybody's there. I kind of consider mass to be like the the like the bench press, like 
you just gotta do it every once in a while. I feel like mass is like having a tournament every week and you never practice uh, for it. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like you never practice for it. But you can get better. Yeah. So like the prayer is in between the week that you do the all the extra stuff is more like uh, the drills. So like Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Probably like even going to a daily mass is like playing a pickup yeah, game. Exactly. You know gotcha. I mean? yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. So and those are the drills you have to do in order to be prepared for for heaven. The tournament. I'd say so. Yeah, because I think the more spiritually active you are during the week, the more spiritually like responsive you are in mass i believe right. yeah for sure i mean do you think there are certain exercises that you must do though like this whole structured prayer thing like no you have to pray the rosary you have to do this you have to do this are there certain exercises you have to do like certain workouts that would be the standard of working out spiritual fitness i think that's up to you as the individual like Matt was saying like with his workout routine like he'd rather be in the gym and lifting weights or something and he could probably do that all day but if it was like a 5k or something that's not something he would choose to do but for me I would rather be outside and running a 5k than be in the gym doing something so I think there's different like prayers or even prayer styles too like that people kind of have to figure out on their own what attracts them more to the faith. So as long as you show up to the tournament, which is sacrament. Yeah, as long as you stay active. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I I think like what I'm trying to get at is like, is that uniquely Catholic? Because a Christian can be very active, spiritually fit, right? Like praying mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're not necessarily doing our exercises. So are they less fit than us? Or like, what's their tournament? Is it just Sunday service? Or I mean, I think it's respecting the individual too, whether it's their faith or yours, you know? I think that if you are being a good person and if your faith leads you to that, then I'm glad you're a good person. I think that We will be both in my heaven, personally. Right. Right. I think the beauty of what really draws me into the Catholic faith is that, at least in our faith, you don't have to even be Catholic to receive God's grace. Shout out holy atheists. Here we go, baby. I truly believe that. I mean, yeah, we all have our beliefs and we all here identify as Catholics, but there are so many good people in the world who aren't practicing Catholics or really even practicing a faith, but just by their good morals, like they should have some sort of recognition. Cheers to that, dude. That statement alone gives me goosebumps, man. Like no one is kept away from God's grace, basically. Whoop, whoop. Right. Great bookend for me personally. If any of this conversation was fruitful, structured prayer or not structured prayer, doing your penance or whatever, I think the affirmation that God's grace is for everyone made my night. So I'm happy to cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. Shout out to all the people who have started listening to us, first of all. Um, thanks for tuning in and sending your feedback. Leave a comment, whatever. I'm not going to coerce you into leaving anything. But we listened to you. We've stepped up our game a little bit. Thanks to <laughs> our um, programming side, our guy behind the scenes, Joe Remo, audio engineer, our program director. He's found a way to... Um, up the game and he's pushed us and hopefully it pays off. So we've gotten some new sound devices, recording things, looking to deliver on all fronts. So um, shout out to Joe Remo for working all the edits, getting the episodes out on time and making sure we sound 
Hello, good. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> cool, man. Let's close cool. this out. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Cheers. Cheers.